Well, it's Friday, December 11th, and I would like to welcome you to, well, what I believe is uh, episode 24 of The Fractured Brain. I'm your host, Jimmy P. Brown II. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Um, second day of Hanukkah. Too many days from now, just celebrating Christmas. It's a very strange time, strange year. <laughs> uh, we've touched on it, I've touched on it, a lot of people have touched on it. So we don't want to get too far into it. Um, but it's definitely strange. First off, I'd like to offer my thank yous. My very deepest thank yous to all of you listening that have uh, offered your condolences to uh, the passing of my uh, of my mother on the 18th of last month, and um, oddly enough. Um, we still have not been able to uh, have her service um, due to the very astringent rules uh, set by uh, the people in California where my mother resided and uh, due to the C-19 and uh, there's just so many rules and restrictions that uh, we have not been able to uh, have that service uh, a proper, you know, proper burial, proper internment, uh, and uh, have the whole family there to grieve and to, to mourn together. So we've all individually been going through our grieving process, and um, it's been strange. I've not known genuinely what to think about everything. Uh, at first, you know, it's it's the shock, you know, and then then some days pass and and uh, the waterworks flow, and then some days pass where you know it's joy and you think about, well, she's not suffering anymore, and she's uh, in the presence. Of uh, the Lord and enjoying her new body and no pain, no worry, no grief, no cares or concerns for these things that too shall pass away. And uh, there's a part of me that's deeply envious. Because I don't know what it's like not to worry. Um, even as a child, I worried, had anxiety, and uh, never knew what it was I was worried about, what it was I was afraid of. 
and I look forward to that day that uh, that will all be gone. You know, there's all these different speculations, and we'll we'll get to them uh, as I talk. I don't want to take too much of your time today, but um, I did want to just say uh, thank you again for the condolences, for reaching out. I've had a lot of people just calling, texting, sending me emails, uh, and it's uh, beautiful and it's a wonderful outpouring, and I truly appreciate it. And I thank each and every one of you. Uh, I had to go dark for a while. I just didn't want to. And then, and then I, it's so strange. It's like, I just had a thought, you know, if, if my mom and my father were, were here right in front of me, they, they would definitely tell me, no, you, you can't go dark. You, you need to continue to work. You need to continue to do, you need to continue to create. You need to continue to be. And, um, so I dove into the music. I dove, uh, into that, which has always been a healing or, or, or a, a balm of healing for me, which is, uh, doing music, you know, whether it's writing, recording, performing, um, but it's always been a healing balm for me. And, um, so I went in and, and, uh, went through my list of, uh, different requests and, um, sent out, uh, here comes the rain again. And, uh, was met with such warm response. In fact, uh, several people have just written back and saying, yeah, you, you need to release this. This needs to be heard by the world. So get it out there, out there as a single, because it's just too good. And I thought, wow, that's quite a compliment. Then, you know, I, I had been sitting on su- Sunday Bloody Sunday for so long, and I decided, you know, let me finish this. Let me fix it, finish it, mix it, and get it out there. And uh, left it nice and raw, and it was great. It was a lot of fun to do with uh, Jim Chaffin, Manny, and Nuncio. In fact, uh, all I did was really, I just produced it, sang it, and mixed it, you know. And, and even there, there wasn't really much to produce. It was... I wanted it to stay raw. I wanted it to just have this feel, and, and, and it does. It certainly does. So, um, and uh, then, you know, now working on a Christmas song to, to get out to, to the patrons um, before Christmas comes. So, um... You know, with, with the uh, the stages of grief, you know, you, you, you go through the anger, you go through the uh, the sadness, you go through, you know, the, I don't think the sadness ever really goes away. Um, but then it turns to uh, a fondness of remembering the good times. But then missing those good times, so which again leads to that tinge of sadness. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm happy that, uh, she's just no longer suffering. Um, you know, she had just called me on my birthday on the 21st of October. Just, uh, I mean, literally a month before and she sounded great. 
she sounded uh, perky and and and, and uh, everything was very cool. And uh, I told her, yeah, I'm, I'm going to come out and see you in a couple of weeks. And she said, oh, good. I look forward to it. And unfortunately, when I did go see her, it was it was uh, not too late. She knew we were there, but she had become nearly catatonic, catatonic, I guess is the, is the word, and, and uh, opened her eyes, wanted to speak, but couldn't. Uh, but she knew we were there. And we got to sing hymns, and we got to uh, just be there with her, you know, the four kids. You know, it was it was it was a good way to say goodbye, and I left. Uh, and just a few days later, uh, I got the call from my sister that she had passed. So, um, so I'm just trying to stay busy. I'm trying to keep my mind busy. The anger part is more with the uh, the, the the ridiculous laws in, in California that you know not even outside you can have more than ten people, which absolutely positively just makes zero sense. I mean, you're outside, the wind's blowing. You know, we even said you know we'll all agree to to wear masks. That's no problem. It's but no, no more than ten people. Well, our family's huge well over 40 people just in the family um, but you know is what it is so we're uh, we're postponed until January or whenever the state seem, deems fit that everyone could meet and then of course um so now, you know, I mean, here we are, it's uh, mid-December, or coming upon mid-December, and, um, you know, cold weather has hit, it's, you know, we're getting into the 30s here in Nevada, and uh, daytimes in the 50s and the 60s, um, but, you know, you know what that means, it means cold and flu season, and, and uh, you know, but it doesn't seem like anybody has that anymore just seems like everyone has COVID. Um, and again, I'm not, I'm not disputing the, 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 uh, existence of this virus. Not at all. I have, I have friends that, that, uh, either went through it or are currently going through it. Um, and, uh, you know, they all describe it the same way. I mean, everybody I've spoken with uh, that has gone through it uh, or is currently going through it, uh, the illness, they, they, they all describe it as an incredible super flu. It's, it's just a really, really bad flu. And, um, you know, just, you know, our prayers go to them. 
and uh, send all our warm thoughts for healing angels to come and visit and, and just help this thing move along. And, uh, you know, I, I've spoken with some credible people in the medical field um, that really, really insist, you know, uh, keep up the vitamin D up, you know, just make sure that intake is, is, is there, you know, along with A, along with C, along with B, along with, you know, but D, um, a, a good, real good friend of mine, you know, who, um, works for a university that's working with AstraZeneca, uh, really closely. And, um, yeah, as just said, you know, vitamin D just plays a very key key important part in uh, combating uh, this particular virus. So, uh, and and unfortunately, um, you know, I think uh, the last report was like eighty-seven percent of the planet, <laughs> which is so hard to believe, but it's it's it, it it's a statistic that has been uh, documented uh, over the last you know several decades, um, is deficient in D3. And, uh, now I, I admit I, I stay out of the sun. I don't, I don't like to go out in the sunshine. Um, and I don't drink milk. <laughs> so, um, and I, I don't drink milk because I, I, I get a stuffy nose and, uh, and congested. I mean, man, I get congested real bad whenever I have, uh, any type of dairy really, uh, but mostly milk, mostly milk and, and, uh, custards, ice cream, stuff like that. Um, so when I went to, uh, have my blood work done a few months back, uh, uh they said, oh God, you're incredibly vitamin D3 sufficient or so whatever, you know, you know what I'm looking at. You know what I'm trying to say? It's, um, you just, you, 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 you don't have enough vitamin D in your system. So we're going to give you 50,000 ICU to take weekly, you know, just one 50,000 tablet, 50,000 ICU tablet to take, um, or IUC or whatever it's called. Um, but I thought, oh my God, this is rather strong, but you know, you take one a week and you know, and you do it for a month or do it for two months and then we'll just see how it goes. So it's like, okay. Um, and then continue to take a multivitamin and so I, you know, I take all the, I take my vitamins. I've been doing so every single day, uh, how long to, and, and, um, you know, take my zinc and that's another one. Um, although they say that the level of zinc, uh, that, uh, that's going to have any truly like giant beneficial thing against this virus, um, to be taken such mo in monstrous proportions that, you know, it would just give you massive, massive runs and all this other, you know, it would do all sorts of other things to your body that, you know, in other words, it's, it's kind of difficult to, for the body to receive that much zinc that it, it's going to have any effectiveness towards it. But vitamin D, huge part. So, so I encourage all of you, you know, just uh, stay on your vitamin intake. Vitamins are really good. And then the other thing is water. Um, and then if you talk to a, a good uh, Irishman or Scotsman, they'll, they'll, they'll tell you. And then, you know, then whiskey is another essential. 
<laughs> but we'll we'll stick to uh, recommending the vitamins for now. Um, but yeah, so that is that is just kind of led to that anger, you know, because of just not being able to have a proper service for my mother. Um, she deserves deserves a send off uh, the right way with her family present and. Um, just the way all of us kids see it. So, um, so with that said, um, I'm just staying busy, um, and, uh, looking forward to 2021. It's good news on the, uh, the vaccine front, uh, all these different, uh, things that, uh, if anything will make people feel safer or feel better uh, about what they're doing of course uh, all the conspiracies have already begun you know that people the people that have now taken the virus out in the UK and elsewhere uh, now have HIV and you know, it just yeah it just it just doesn't stop you know and uh, you know the two principles um, uh, Pfizer and uh, and uh, Moderna, those are two brand new uh, types of vaccines that have never been used. Um, it's 10 year old technology, at least 10 years old to uh, our knowledge at the very least. Um, but it's RNA and uh, it's RNA technology and it's and it's new and it's uh, um, now, of course, there's concerns that uh, you know, because it's not antibody based, you know, so like a flu shot is antibody based, you, you know, you put it into your system and you're in essence putting a small tiny dosage of that virus or, or those coatings of that virus into your, into your bloodstream and, and, and hopefully your body and your, your immune system learns it and says, okay, so when we get attacked by this virus, we'll, we'll know what to do. It's the idea of the antibody. I don't know. I've never taken a flu shot. So I, I, to me, it's never made sense to inject yourself with an illness in order to fight the illness. That just doesn't make sense to me. But um, so it's it's highly unlikely that I will want to take this vaccine because, I, like I said, I won't even take a flu shot. Um, but... Um, the way it's explained, I guess, is the RNA is it works with your DNA and your immune system and basically kind of does a, a rearranging of sorts or a reprogramming so it knows how to recognize this thing and goes after it with a fervency. And that's why there's a 95% efficacy rate with it versus, um, you know, even the flu shots are in the in the 60%. 60 percentile 70 percentile and of course the antibody versions johnson and johnson astrazeneca and some other ones that are coming out now those are antibody based and that's why they have a lower efficacy rate so there's no question that the uh the, the rna ones with the higher efficacy rate sound like the ticket and they sound like the way to go that's for sure um for for uh, people that definitely want to take the the vaccine now now I'm not saying one way or the other I'm, I mean every person's got to make a decision for themselves if you if you actually asked me 
and said, okay, Jimmy, wh why don't you take a flu vaccine? I, I just gave my reasoning. I mean, it, it's not that I think it's evil or it has this or it has, you know, dog DNA or, when you know, dog saliva or, you know. I, I don't get into all of that. The only reason I don't take it is because, like I said, it's never made sense to me to inject yourself with something to get a little sick so that way you won't get sick and it seems like everybody everybody I know that's ever taken the flu shot always gets sick so it's like well what's the point if you're gonna if I'm gonna get sick I might as well just get sick but why inject myself to get sick on purpose uh, it just doesn't make sense that's 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 my only reasoning behind it but uh you know there's no conspiratorial reasons or um, because I don't support this or I don't support that or whatever. It's none of those things. I just, you know, to me, it's like if, if I don't need it, then why take it? So, uh, I don't know. That's, that's just me. Um, you know, and of course, you know, it, it's so funny because my doctor will say, you know, it's like you, when you say things like that and then I remember the fact that you smoke and it's like, yeah, but see... I don't enjoy, nor do I get pleasure, you know, putting needles in my arms and injecting myself with vaccines. See, I, I do enjoy having a cigarette. So, um, <laughs> big difference. Um, anywho, so, but nonetheless, uh, I hope it does, um, help treat this because, uh, certainly is getting tiresome, uh, cleaning anything and everything that comes into your house, uh, you know, immediately attacking it with, you know, uh, alcohol and, you know, all these cleaners and carrying around alcohol with you and, you know, and, and constantly spraying and, 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 and keeping every, I mean, we should be keeping everything super clean anyway, and we should be washing our hands anyway. Um, those things are kind of normal. That was the whole idea behind the wash your ass campaign. You know, it's just these things that we're being told to do. It's like, you know, don't people do these things already? But I, I guess they don't. I don't know. Um, but, um, either way, I, I, I truly hope that, um, because I, I would like to see some sort of sense of normalcy return. Um. I'm, I'm tired of, you know, walking around and not seeing people's faces. Um, you know, if I'd like, you know, been sleeping under a rock and came out, you know, I'd be thinking everybody was out trying to, to rob me, you know, because I mean, everybody looks like a bunch of bank robbers running around, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of strange, you know, but, um, yeah, so let's, let's see where it all leads us, uh, to go from here to there, but uh, we're not too far away, <laughs> 20 days away from uh, 21, so we'll see what happens. I am excited about uh, the release of Guidestones 21, or Guidestones, I'm sorry, Guidestones 2030, um, it should be fun, um, Conspiratorial base record. Um, that should be a lot of fun. Oh, which reminds me. So uh, I, I got the master back from uh, Camelot. You know, 
I'm going back and forth with um, my co-author um, on the um, uh, Camelot and Smithereens story, the, the book. And, um, you know, uh, I, I was simply sending it to get edited. And then it just turned into uh, a beautiful symbiotic relationship of being able to work with such a magnificent writer um, that uh, I just asked him, you know, to to just go ahead and write this. Uh, and it's, it's, you know, gave him the entire background and the whole story and the origin, the, you know, the origins of it. And just said, you know, but, you know, rewrite, do, make, create, because I want this to be uh, an immensely pleasurable read. But uh, that aside... The master just came back uh, of uh, all uh, almost an hour of music um, that we we, we uh, <laughs> had been edited down because it was uh, it was a little over mm, what seventy nine minutes, uh, but we're trying to make it all fit on one vinyl, so so it doesn't have to be a double vinyl set. So um, got in under an hour. It sounds humongous it sounds gigantic um it is uh i'm i'm very pleased with it i think it turned out pretty darn cool and uh i'm uh i'm really excited to see um to see what happens so um when people get to hear it um, <laughs> anywho, anyway, um, yeah, uh, I'm sorry if I bummed anybody out today. I, that wasn't my intention. I just kind of wanted to just say hi to everybody and, and, uh, give some good news there. Uh, Camelot, I'm not going to lie, uh, for this, uh, since... Uh, November of last year has been an incredible thorn in my side and uh, yeah the, the, the thorn has been plucked out and uh, now that that wound is healing so um, it just feels good to be released from it um, so but uh, yeah it's it's uh, pretty nice sounding I'm pretty stoked with it so, um, what else? I think, um, I think that's about it. I mean, like I said, you know, just more new music, more covers, more fun stuff heading your way. Um, I, I, I just want all this stuff to end. I want to be able to hold the services for my mom. I want to be able to travel to Texas to re rehearse with my solo band. Uh, I want to be able to travel to Europe and South America and Central America for touring and, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, just be nice for us to go back to normal, at least what we think is normal, which I'll leave you with this. Uh, most of you again, uh, well, if you don't know, then that means you don't really listen to anything I have to say. So, um, but uh, obviously you guys know I am a huge, huge conspiracy buff. I love all this crap. And um, 
one of the first things that got me into it when I was a kid was was just you know obviously the the alien phenomenon and um, abductions and, and spaceships and, and all this other stuff. But um, New York Post this week put out an article <laughs> about a, uh, a a current uh, retired uh, Israeli. Uh, Air Force officer or or something like that. I I, I, I don't. It was Air Force or space uh, program or something. But uh, Israeli, and uh, yeah, he just came flat out, right out, and admitted, yes, we have uh, aliens are here. They've been among us for a long time. They just don't want to be revealed to us because they just don't feel mankind is ready for them yet. Um, but. Um, they are indeed here and um and uh, even mentioned in the article that you know that you know that trump was going to blow the whistle on them and that's one of the reasons why they uh uh that there could be this this possible interference with uh, his his election here in the states um I, I I couldn't help but laugh uh, when I was reading it because uh, for, I, I had to like triple check, is this the New York Post I'm reading? Because it seemed more of an article I would read in the World Weekly News or the National Enquirer um, more than something I would read in an actual publication like the New York Post. It was It was just very strange and surreal. And, uh, so I'm, I'm doing more sniffing around and, and, uh, you know, if you're, if you're anything like me, you believe they're here and they've been here for an awful long time, but, uh, they, they've been here a lot longer than the 19, uh, uh, the, 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 you know, the Roswell crash that happened in the forties, you know, they, they, oh no, they've been here a lot longer than that. Um, because uh, they're part of um, the plan here that's been going on for so, so long. Because, you know, obviously there's so much more, so much more to this planet that we don't know. I mean, what is it? Two-thirds of it are covered with water. And the very... and, And the super depths of the ocean... The deepest parts, we don't even really know how deep they go. We can only assume how deep they are because we don't even have instrumentation to let us, t- to, to tell us how deep it is. And um, nor do we have a way to get there, which means there is all sorts of life going on underneath that ocean. And of course, you know, with uh, the UN restrictions on any type of air travel or aerial travel or anything past the ice blocks uh, there in the Arctic, uh, who knows what's there, you know? Is it what Admiral Byrd reported have seen, you know, a a perfect ecosystem? Um, Something completely pure? another world as it were who knows but there are so many so many mysteries here on this planet that we don't know it's 
almost laughable that we try to go outside of the world, outside of our own uh, planetary scape and to try to understand. Um, because like I said, there's, there's so much just about our own world that we live and exist in that we just don't understand. So, um, I guess it's just, uh, I guess part of it all. (laughs) Well, here I go again. I always say I never want to take up too much of your time, but I always end up taking too much of your time. Jimmy P. Brown II signing off. I just wanted to say, you know, come by, visit me at jpbii.com. JimmyPBrownTheSecond.com. So it's JPBII.com. Um, you could shoot me an email there direct. Uh, if you're a patron, of course, um, which you know, most people that listen to this podcast, it should only be for patrons, but uh, I guess pe- other people are starting to discover it. I'm still not publicizing it. Um, but uh, nonetheless, I've been getting some emails. Uh, and of course, come by uh, patreon.com. So patreon.com uh, forward slash JPBII. And please visit my YouTube channel, Jimmy P. Brown the Second. Um, and um, and uh, Facebook's always good, although I'm trying to stay off of Facebook. Just that that whole thing, Twitter, Facebook, crap, just really left a bad taste in my mouth over the last several months. Um, but things are what they are. Nonetheless, come by, visit, and... Uh, Look for some new videos soon and some new thingies soon and um, more than anything, good music coming your way. So take care. God bless. And uh, if I don't talk to you until after the new year, you have a wonderful holiday season. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. And uh, happy, happy New Year's. And uh, uh, let's uh, hope, pray and put our warmest wishes and thoughts into a very good 2021.